Welcome friends to another bite-sized lesson. This one is going to be short and sweet. It is a mini lesson on mindset because we have just completed the book Mindset by Carol Dweck in my personal development book club and it's had a huge impact on the members of the club community and on me. There are a ton of tools that I've gathered directly from the book, and those are a part of our private community list of tools. But I wanted to offer everyone some insight so that you might be able to take it and use it in your life, because there's just so many useful nuggets from this book. So I wanted to highlight one of the areas where I see evidence of growth mindset versus fixed mindset playing out in my actual life that I thought was interesting. It struck me because it's something that I see in the world of social media and entrepreneurship. And I know that many of you are going to be able to relate to this thing. So the two mindsets are growth mindset and fixed mindset. Basically, people with a fixed mindset believe that you have innate talent or ability that you're born with, and either you have it or you don't. It doesn't change. People with a growth mindset believe that wherever you are is just a starting point for where you can go, and that possibility is unlimited. People with a fixed mindset believe that failure then becomes part of their identity, And if they fail at something, then it means that they are a failure. But people with a growth mindset believe that if they fail at something, that is an opportunity to learn how they can do better the next time. And there are a lot more characteristics in the book. If you're interested in digging in, I recommend it for your own personal reading. It's fantastic. One really interesting hallmark, though, of a person with a fixed mindset that I did not know before I completed the book was that people with a fixed mindset are very often those who seem to have a superiority complex or the need to be superior or to be better or to beat everyone or to be a winner. These are the people who need to tell you all about their statistics and why they are the best all the time. These are the people who need to tell you that they are rated at the top or they've accomplished something amazing and show that they maybe have a large number of followers or they're very successful at something. So a person who has a growth mindset would be more focused on sharing those successes, but at the same time, illustrating their process, making it clear that they want to show you how to do it too, sharing strategies, sharing the growth and the learning that has taken place in order to get them where they've gotten, rather than just bragging about it. Is anyone coming to mind? Interesting, right? Now, I did not realize that this was a characteristic of a fixed mindset until I read this book. And I was very surprised because I see a lot of this superiority complex sort of thing going on in my field. And I found it very interesting because as I look at the people who do this, I can now very easily see that they do indeed have a fixed mindset. 
And this got me to thinking about the concept of sharing your wins or celebrating yourself because that is something we are encouraged to do. And I am definitely a proponent for that, for being proud of yourself. But where is the line between sharing your wins and needing to demonstrate superiority because it's a self-esteem need or it's a part of your identity? People saying, I'm at the top of my field. I'm known for that. I'm very talented. I'm very good at such and such. These are all fixed traits. And while you can be growth-oriented as a person and talk about your successes, the growth-oriented person is more focused on the process of how they got successful, their strategies, rather than just the label of success itself. So people who are labeling themselves as, quote, winners or the best or superior in some way are not the same as people who are just sharing their wins more innocently in order to promote a movement of self-love or in order to share that it's something that's available to you as well. That is the kind of sharing that has a ripple effect a positive ripple effect. These are the people who are sharing their wins and talking about the process and strategies and saying that they can do hard things because they want to help you to do the same, not because they want to brag about their accomplishments or show their superiority to you. They want to help you get the wins too. People with a fixed mindset don't want you to get the wins because they want to be the best. They want to be superior. This is a part of their identity. In fact, they need winning to be a part of their identity because they associate their very essence with being the best at something, being superior. It's an essential part of their self-esteem and it becomes a way of protecting themselves from feeling bad. Those labels become associated with identity so strongly that if they don't win, if they fail, then they believe they are a failure. So it's a very strong connection for them. And in the book, they talk about specific people who demonstrate this fixed mindset in their work. And one of these examples was the tennis player, John McEnroe. He was famous for throwing tantrums if he didn't win. He would fly into a rage He was famous for throwing his tennis racket and breaking things. He was in it to win it, not because he was enjoying the process. He was actually noted as saying that he never enjoyed playing tennis at all. He just felt it was his natural innate talent. For him, it was almost like a curse, and it was a part of his identity. If he didn't win, he felt like a failure, and he flew into these famous rages. And then there was someone like Billie Jean King, another famous tennis player who was more well-known for her growth mindset. When she talked about her playing, it was associated with learning and growth and process. And she became a commentator to help to identify strategies and make note of how people could improve. And she was also a great, great player, but her identity wasn't centered around winning so much as enjoying the process. Okay, so 
does that mean that people with growth mindset don't want to win? No, absolutely not. It just means that it's not a part of their core identity that they need in order to feel safe and secure. You won't see someone with a growth mindset saying, I am superior. Rather, you would see someone with a growth mindset saying, I am so proud of my accomplishments and here's how I did it. Whereas the fixed mindset person would say, I'm the best, follow me because I'm the best, because I deserve followers, because I'm me. I think this one hit home for me because I noticed this happening quite a bit in this new world that I'm in of entrepreneurship and podcasting. I can very clearly see the difference between the mindsets in the way that people position themselves online and in business. And it was pretty fascinating to note. So the next time you hear someone labeling themselves as superior or bragging, remember that this is a sign, it's a red flag, that this person has a fixed mindset. And maybe you can even have a little compassion for them, even though this can be annoying behavior sometimes, because without that label, winner, most talented, smartest, best, without that label, they feel like nothing. They feel like a failure. They get their self-esteem and their self-image from an arbitrary label. And this is a lot of pressure. And it can be a little heartbreaking because even the best in the world is never the best forever. There's always someone else that will come along and break a record or do something better. And there will be a new champion. And only those who understand that there is something to learn from that will demonstrate the true strength and character that can only come with a growth mindset. We just finished this book, Mindset, this week, and it was fantastic. The book club community is raving about it and all of the things that they have learned. This book, they've got a entire set of tools to use in their lives to help them to develop new habits around a healthy growth mindset that will carry innumerable benefits in every endeavor in all aspects of their lives. So I am amazed at how it's gone and I can't wait to get started on the next book, which is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. If you want to get in on it, Join the book club now so you have time to get the book and read the first couple of chapters before our next meeting. I'm going to go into this book in details. I'm going to compare the original version to a modern version, and I'm going to pull out things that you wouldn't normally get if you read it on your own. Because the trick about reading a book and actually having it make an impact in your life is a simple but unpopular opinion, truth, and that is just reading is not enough. You need to study. And having been a college professor for over 25 years, that is my forte, teaching you how to learn the book, not just read it, learn it. And when you do it inside of a community with other people, it amplifies the benefits. So I would love to have you join us. I really want this to be a global phenomenon. I want to think that every person in the world who reads a book, if they did it in the way that I'm showing you in the book club, we would just have a whole different world. And I really believe that. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about the mindsets, read that book by Carol Dweck. 
If you were to join the book club, you would have access to all the materials that I created around that book, the worksheets and everything. And I hope that whatever this wonderful day has in store for you today, that you will enjoy it and you will find beauty and joy and love somewhere along your path today. And let me know if you notice somebody with either a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, somebody with a superiority complex out there. I would love to hear about it. And you're going to spot them everywhere now. So enjoy the process. Love you guys.